Hope ain't always easy to find. And sometimes I wonder if it's forgotten me. But it hasn't. It ain't always in the headlines or on the TV screens or in the faces of success. No, hope waits in the shadows and it shines brightest in the dark and broken places, in restless pursuit of the lonely and forgotten. In the songs we sing when we can't find the words. Why do we sing? Is it for them? Is it for us? Is it because we're human? Do we sing about what we know or what we don't? Do we sing when we're happy or only when we've come to the end of ourselves, wondering how we could ever move forward? Or maybe both? Maybe we sing because we're wounded. Maybe we sing because hope deserves an anthem. Maybe we sing because the wound is where the light shines through. Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories, a fan-run and operated podcast, not affiliated with Switchfoot. After this podcast, make sure to check out Tyler's book, Searching for Seven, The Journey of Seeking God Seven Days a Week. It is filled with stories in scripture, it's an easy read with short chapters, but it's also thought-provoking and encouraging at the same time. The book takes readers on a journey, helping us search for God and for our faith, not just on Sundays, but every day of the week. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or head to the book's website, searchingforseven.com. Hey, everybody. We've got a very hopeful podcast for you today. My guest is Randy from the band Hopeful. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Doing great, Tyler. Great to be chatting with you. Uh, love your band and your sound. Hopeful the band comes from the Southern California music scene. Uh, they grew up in the church and have a deep love of Christian rock, worship music, and indie rock. That sounds awfully familiar to our beloved Switchfoot. What has your uh, experience with Switchfoot been growing up? Oh, man. Um, I think that uh, it was kind of the foundation that I, I guess music rested upon for me. <laughs> I mean, um, I can remember all the way back to youth group days, you know, junior high. I remember, you know, seeing, uh, I, I want to say it was new way to be human up on, up on the, the screen at youth group and thinking, man, those guys look so old and so cool. <laughs> and I look back now, I'm like, the guy was like 19 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, was, yeah. But yeah, their music has, you know, been, been a huge part of my life you know, since I was young and, you know, it's been part of my journey. Yeah.
And if I understand correctly, isn't uh, Gable Price, is he one of your producers? Is that right? Yeah, Gable Price is our producer. Um, he's become a friend through the process, and we, we've been co-writing a lot together. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been, been a blessing to work with Gable. That's cool. He's uh he's another Switchfoot fan and uh he's actually scheduled to be on next week's episode. So that's cool that we have, you know, both of you as back to back guests. Um so it's a lot a lot of fun doing this and connecting with different people, whether it's fans or artists that have been, you know, really influenced by Switchfoot. It's a lot of fun. And uh, you know, before we talk more about Switchfoot, tell us about what you're currently up to as a band and tell us about the new single, which I believe comes out Friday of this week. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so, you know, we, we started, we started the band just, just actually my buddy Hunter and I, we started the band just lightly. We didn't even really call it a band. We we're just like, Hey, let's just write music together. It's happened like in 2021, um, you know, still kind of, you know, mid lockdown, you know, not a hundred percent lockdown anymore, but you know, still a lot of churches were still shut down and we just, we just started writing together and, um, organically all of a sudden the the band the yeah project turned into a band and our buddy bryce who's our drummer jumped on board and i think that's when we really started kind of figuring out like the direction that we wanted to go because we weren't sure are we going to do worship music or you know and then we started jamming together and it just it just kept coming out like just this really fun indie rock and so we ended up really go in that direction. And I, I, I was like, you know what, you guys, I think we should get a producer. I think it would be really fun to have someone who's, you know, maybe has even bigger vision than what we have and can kind of, I guess, you know, see the best in us and kind of help us to find a, a path. And so I sent, I sent an inquiry and a demo out to, you know, three or four of my, my top choices and Gable being probably my number one thinking like, Oh, he probably won't even answer me. <laughs> and, uh, and sure enough he did. And he was stoked on the demo and um, you know, we had talked a few times before um, uh, just on Instagram and, and we'd been on a, a songwriters workshop together. He did one um, that I set up a while back. So we, we definitely had had spoken before, but I thought, man, this guy's going to be way too busy to produce, you know, another band. And, Sure enough, it just worked out, man. And it's been I, I, on our first writing session, we knew, I think all of us collectively like, oh, there's good, we have good chemistry. Like there's good synergy. We wrote a song in two hours. That was our song Shipwrecked. Um, and that was really, uh, you know, I brought a, an old idea from like four or five years ago and we used a couple of the lyrics, but we completely rewrote the song. And so it's kind of stemmed from there. And from that, we're like, hey, we're doing an EP and um so the song pressure is the second song off the ep and really you know to give a quick little synopsis on what uh what the song's about it's it's uh it, it's really a, a glance at at you know the anxieties and struggles that we sometimes deal with um and it's 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 almost like a rebellion against anxiety like a let's kick that thing in the teeth kind of a thing <laughs> you know and so there's a there's a lyric in there that says you know take this elephant off my chest I don't want it and you know it's, it's just kind of talking about um it's kind of just talking about the the spirit of anxiety and and how we're saying you know what we're not going to give into it we're going to fight back hmm. and um so yeah that's where that's kind of that's kind of the song we're excited about it kind of has a little bit of a killer's vibe um you know if you're familiar with the killers yeah obviously there's going to be some switch foot influence and, you know, Gable's got a great thumbprint on it. 
Um, but this song was actually just written by the three uh, three original band members. We're a four piece now, but we started with um, you know really with Bryce and Hunter. I um, and so Bryce our drummer, and then Hunter's one of the other vocalists and um, you know rhythm guitar players. Love it! I can't wait to hear that single. Um, the singles that you have, you know, that I've listened to on Spotify, I've, I've definitely. Uh, love those and look forward to the full EP as well. Is that probably like oh, a thanks, fall, fall or winter type release, or do you know yet when the full EP? You know, so I'm sure you probably heard this, but you know, nowadays, like the way to go about release is always, you know, is all about the singles. You know, yeah. so what we're doing is a waterfall release strategy where a lot of people don't know who we are. You know, more and more people are discovering our music, which has been really amazing and humbling. Um, but so what we're doing is every every 90 days, we're trying to drop a single. Um, we're going to do that three times. So Pressure's our second one. And then we got one one more single, which we haven't announced yet, which we'll announce soon. We've got another single that'll drop in 90 days from Friday. Um, and then after that, uh, probably two months after that, we'll drop the whole EP. So it'll just be five. There's, there's a possibility it might be six songs. Um, but most likely it'll just be a five song EP. Um, and then that'll segue into a full length album. Um, but the full length album, probably you're probably looking at, you know, spring next year at, at, at the soonest. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, we're looking, I, I guess to answer your question, the EP essentially would be fully dropped by what, is, what is this? Uh, yeah, maybe August or September. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I want to encourage all the fans of this podcast who are obviously Switchfoot fans. Uh, you got to go check out Hopeful. It's got a lot of the same vibes, kind of your toes in the sand rock. Is that a genre? Toes in the sand rock? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I call it. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I like it. We, you know, we're, we're like neighbors with Switchfoot. We're actually uh, we're playing a show. Um, our first actual concert um, you know, cause we've played out and stuff like that, but mostly a lot of church stuff, but our first actual show is, is happening on May 19th. Um, and fun fact, it's actually, uh, the venue is actually North coast Calvary chapel, which is, um, uh, John and Tim Foreman's dad's church. Nice. So pastor, pastor Mark Foreman, he's retired, but, um, that was the church that he, that he ran for a lot of years. And, um, actually Tim's son, Jet, is opening for us. So, oh, wow. That's really cool. Um, yeah. So Jetty, Jetty is, uh, is his band, which you guys have to check out too. Um, so yeah, Jetty is 17 years old. The kid absolutely rips. Um, you could definitely hear some Switchfoot influence, but he is 100% his own thing and it is mm -hmm. awesome. So yeah, I got to give Jetty a shout out. That's awesome. Very cool connection there. So now into the, the song a little bit. Uh, Where the Light Shines Through is a song you chose to discuss. The title track from Switchfoot's 10th album. Um, why, you know, off the top of your head, just like, why did you choose this one? Um, like, why did this one come to the kind of the forefront of your mind? Man, I think the, I think just the, the honesty and the, I mean, I guess we said about a lot of their songs, right? But just the, the honesty and the, the openness about, about dealing with pain. You know, because that's really, you know, part of the human condition is is dealing with pain. And I just love how, you know, they spin they spin it off as like, hey, there's like blessing through through your wounds. Like that's, you know, that a lot of the times that's where the 
that's where the victory comes through, you know, and, um, and that's, and you can, you know, you can be a shining light even in the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some of the lyrics, um, you know, like, you know, your scars shine like dark stars, you know, your wound is where the light shines through. I mean, that just really speaks to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of people can resonate with pain and just challenges in life that we've all gone through and, yeah, that one that one just really resonates with me big time. Yeah, John himself has said that he relates a lot more to people that are open about their brokenness um, because we have a lot more in common than, uh, you know, somebody, you know, even if you go out to lunch with somebody and they have like a lot of success stories or whatever. Um, it's like, yeah, you're happy for them, but I can relate more to the, you know, pain or brokenness or things we've gone through that brings us all together. And, you know, this is one of the songs that the guys recorded and re-recorded many many times right and i think if i remember right in the story they tracked many different versions i think it was ultimately tim who said that you know i think the demo is better so they actually went back and they ended up using the original demo of the song so i love how it turned out to me it's kind of got this classic rock vibe to it um, and then obviously i love the the main lyrics there the, the wound is where the light shines through the wound is where the light finds you so one question i had which i did not prep you in advance so who you know if you have something great um but no pressure but have you have you seen the truth of those lyrics play out in your life um just like you know the wound is where the light finds you specifically um is can you think of anything where those lyrics have you know come to fruition in your own life yeah i mean i think so when I think of that, I think of the, the story that I have, the unique story of, you know, quite a bit of brokenness and pain, um, just coming from a, um, coming from a, a broken family, you know, I was, uh, really blessed to be raised by my mom and stepdad, but the gaping wound that it left, um, by not having my father and, and, um, you know, getting little glimpses of him and having little bits and pieces of him in my life but then that, that being ripped away, I mean, that really took a toll on me. Um, and so growing up, I think that that was something that I, that I carried. And when I finally made peace with, um, with who I was and, um, and again, it's still a process. It's not like, it's not like I have it all figured out by any means, but I think when, when there, when there was that peace, I've now been able to allow my, my hurt, to be an encouragement to others. Um, and so I can, I can think of, you know, one, one example is, um, is, uh, my little sister. So just to give you a little, a quick little synopsis. Um, you know, my little sister, she's my half sister. We were both, um, completely raised separately. She's, she's 16 years, my junior. Um, and, uh, we got her, we basically had a, the chance to take her out of a very broken situation. Um, we're from Hawaii and, uh, you know, our father, unfortunately was using drugs and, um, her mother's out of the picture and, and, um, you know, was also, was also an abuser of substance and, um, yeah, taking her in and, and being able to relate with her on a level of uh, that, you know, I don't think would have happened if I didn't have the pains that I had had, you Mm -hmm. know, 
and then now being able to see her life completely flipped around. Um, and then I think the thing that's most exciting for me, it's not, it's not necessarily, you know, what I did for her, but it's now seeing how she has allowed her wounds to be a, a shining light to others. And so she's been, she's an incredible singer and she's actually, um, she's an artist as well. And she goes to Point Loma, Nazarene. And um, just seeing her now all of a sudden turning around and allowing her story to be an inspiration to people who are hurting and lost and seeing that like, that there's hope that they don't have to give up. Yeah. Um, I don't know that, that may not be a direct answer that you're looking for, but that's, mm -hmm. that's what, that's what speaks to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. I, I think that when I think of this song and those lyrics, you, you know, you go back to when they released it and they had the hashtag, like I went and looked today, there's still people recently posting with this hashtag with their inspiring stories, which is incredible. I mean, this is many, many years and many albums ago. Yeah. And for me, it's like, you know, sometimes social media is great. Sometimes not so much, but, <laughs> but I love when, people use it for good and so like again when this album came out and ever since like people use the hashtag and it's inspiring um for example last year somebody shared hurricane ian neighbors are helping neighbors community and togetherness is where the light shines through um yeah. a few years back i saw several people posting 2020 is where the light shines through um or i've seen like you know cancer is where the light shines through adoption forgiveness is where the light shines through there's just so many cool stories and posts from that one title um, and hashtag over the years. And so I guess, you know, you may have already answered it, but I, I wrote in my notes, like for the band hopeful, where does the light shine through? So that was, you know, it's a great story that you shared about your life. Yeah, man. I, I think, um, I think it's really cool. And one of the things that I'll share that I think kind of ties into that is um, for me, music was actually, was actually a wound. Um, so we come from, uh, you know, we come from a very musical family. My, uh, my grandfather, he was, a uh, he played Woodstock. Um, he was in a band called Can't He. They're really big in the sixties. Um, and they, they were on the main stage of Woodstock and, you know, he played with, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis and the monkeys and, um, bunch of, bunch of big name artists. Um, and, uh, you know, Keith Richards with the Stones and he was in a band with Eric Clapton. I mean, you name it. Oh, we had a lot of mu music in our family. And, um, and then his brother was the drummer for the Ventures. And, um, you know, they did the Hawaii Five-0 theme song and, you know, Batman and all the, a lot of the TV themes. Um, so our family had a, like a really long legacy of, of music. But, you know, my grandfather, he he bailed on my father when my when my dad was really young. And so my dad had this gaping void in his in his heart of trying to fill those shoes. And because my grandfather was, was relatively famous and well-known back then, I think it just made my dad just like really long to, to kind of uh, make his dad proud. Mm -hmm. And so he just poured his whole entire life into music. And, um, and in doing so he abandoned his whole family and, and he allowed that, that obsession to basically overtake his life. And, um, and so music for me, was was actually something that I avoided um, until later on in my life when I just couldn't avoid it anymore. And I just felt like, no, I had a song I have to write and I have to share. And, you know, and I'm doing it different this time. You know, I'm doing it different than what my family did. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm keeping my family first. And, and 
as hard as it is, sometimes it's it's easy to get focused up on the music. But um, so yeah, this whole just the, the way that this song plays out, it just reminds me of like even just music in general, how how music was a painful thing, but now all of a sudden like it's being used for something that can deliver messages of hope to people. That's yeah. um, I think that's that's what excites me the most. Yeah. Awesome. One final question for you. Oftentimes on this podcast, I'll kind of pull up an old quote or something from John and just kind of get your thoughts on it. He said about this song, um, he was talking about the album as well, but he said, ironically, this album of light was born from one of the darkest times I've been through. But rather than running from the pain, I wanted to meet it face to face. And somehow these scars began turning songs. Where are my struggles? What are my fears? Where do I find God? Or maybe more aptly put, where does God find me? It's in all the songs. And instead of becoming the dark introspective rector that I thought it was going to be, this album became a place of joy and solace for us, a resurrection of faith and hopes and dreams that I had left for dead a long time ago. To me, where the light shines through feels like a homecoming, a return to an intentionality I felt or haven't felt since the beautiful letdown, an honest attempt to, to turn the struggle into a song. And that struggle is epitomized most by this title track. The lyrics speak directly of the broken prayers of honesty and humility, of embracing the scars and wounds that unite our broken human tribe. Um, but even the recording process of this song is a story of redemption. So really good quote there, several quotes there from John. Um, don't know if anything else came to mind that you want to share, um, but just an incredible, incredible tune and album to talk about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, when, when John has, has the platform, some pretty amazing things come out of that guy's mouth. And um, I think that's something that I, I've always appreciated about him is just his honesty. And, um, you know, I have friends that are friends with him and um, I don't know him personally, but I know that his reputation is that's what you get, what you see and what he shares. That's who he is. And um, I think, uh, I think being able to have that as an example is pretty cool. Uh, I think he sets a pretty, pretty solid example for a lot of us performers and i think the moral of the story is keep it real you know yes. i think uh for me i don't want to do music if it's going to be fake you know i'm i'm, I'm uh i want to write music that is honest and that also shares the struggle just as much as it shares the the victory um sometimes even more you know but my hope and the reason that we call our our band hopeful is you know we do believe that there's something bigger than us that gives us hope you know, our hope is in Jesus and, um, and our hope is that, you know, whether it's a, you know, whether the person's a believer or not, that they would leave that song that we share, that they would leave that, that moment feeling more hope. And, um, you know, as cliche as that sounds, that's, that's our whole goal and the whole reason that we, uh, that we call our band hopeful. I love it. Yeah. The world needs more of it. And it's incredible to see again, switch with influence and, you know, you've got a new fan in me for sure. And hopefully more, uh, you know, fans of this podcast will come find your work. Looking forward to the new single, the EP, future shows, hopefully um, be able to catch one of those and keep up the great work. You know, use uh, everything in your life to continue inspiring. Um, it's uh, it's great to see. So and thanks for jumping on and uh, awesome. wish you the best of luck in your, your future musical endeavors. Everybody go check out Hopeful wherever you listen to music. Awesome. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate you so much. And uh, yeah, excited, uh, excited to be a part of this. So thank you.
and you're feeling like an astronaut Stuck on the planet, even time forgotten You're a version of yourself, but you're not the same Tried to keep the wound camouflaged But there's stitches here but the ears are lost And another bottle on the shelf can't numb the pain Why you running from yourself now? You can't run away Cause you're scarred Shining like a dark star Yeah, your wounds are Where the light shines through So let's go there To that place where We're singing these broken breaths Where the light shines through The wound is where the light shines through See that light shining brighter than the pain Cause your scars shining like a dark star Yeah, your wounds are where the light shines through So let's go there to that place where We're singing these broken prayers
the light shines through.